Hey, good morning, and welcome to a verse, a comment, a prayer, a blessing. Today is May 1st, 2023, and we are continuing this slow study through the Ten Commandments. And this morning we are looking at the Seventh Commandment in Exodus 20, verse 14. This verse says, You shall not commit adultery. Let me read that again. You shall not commit adultery. Now let me just make some extended comments about this verse and this commandment. When we encounter the prohibition against adultery in the seventh commandment, we must pay close attention to the Lord's specificity to address the marriage relationship. While it is undoubtedly true that Scripture addresses all sorts of sexual immorality, The fact that adultery is singled out in the Ten Commandments is significant. But why is that the case? I believe this is significant because the marriage relationship, which is a covenant relationship, is concerned with faithfulness. When one or both parties, which can only be one man and one woman of a marriage, when they break their promises to one another before God and others, They become unfaithful to God, each other, and the people who were witnesses to their promises. On this point, I find Peter Craigie's comments incredibly helpful. Commenting on the seventh commandment, as it appears in Deuteronomy, Craigie writes, The reason why adultery is singled out for attention in the Ten Commandments is because adultery, more than any other illicit sexual behavior has to do with unfaithfulness in a relationship of commitment. Marriage was a binding commitment of faithfulness between two persons, and it was in principle similar to the covenant relationship itself. The crime of adultery was the social equivalent to the religious crime of having other gods. Both offenses involved unfaithfulness, and both were therefore reprehensible to the God of the covenant, whose character was to be totally faithful. It is this emphasis that faithfulness expressed in obedience must permeate every sphere of life, both the religious and the secular, I would add, the so-called secular that gives a distinctive character to the Israelite law on adultery. Adultery of one party in marriage involved not only unfaithfulness to the other partner, but also unfaithfulness to God. Another way that I would say this, or you could say it, is that marriage is a microcosm of faithfulness to God. Those who would be faithfully committed to God would also be the type of person who would be faithfully committed to their spouse. For they understood that faithfulness in all things is a defining mark of belonging to God's people. God's people are a faithful people. They are faithful to God. They are faithful to their parents, as we looked in the fifth commandment. They are faithful to their spouses. They are faithful because God is faithful and he has called them to be faithful. Now, obviously then, there's more at stake in the seventh commandment than initially meets the eye. The marriage covenant is about far more than pleasure and personal success. 
marriage is fundamentally about reflecting faithfulness to another as a testimony to the faithfulness of God. Thus, as God's people, we ought to honor marriage, which means recognizing that marriage is only and always between one man and one woman in a monogamous, covenantal relationship before God and others until death does them part. And we must also recognize that neither culture nor the government gets to redefine what God created for His glory and our good. Marriage belongs to God and ought to be upheld in honor by all. Would you pray with me? I'm going to pray for your marriage. I'm going to pray for my own marriage. And I'm going to pray for the regard that even our society has for marriage this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are faithful. We thank you for the way your word points us to your incredible faithfulness to us. Lord, even when we've been unfaithful to you, Lord, and we see that there is far more going on with marriage than than just this idea of, of personal pleasure, satisfaction, and success, but that we as your people have been called into marriage, Lord, in such a way Lord, that we would point others to your faithfulness, Lord. And we recognize that the only hope for our marriages being faithful, Lord, is found in your faithfulness. Lord, we must look to you. We must ask you to strengthen us. We must ask you to humble us and root out the pride that, Lord, oftentimes attacks and undermines the faithfulness. Lord, we want to be a people that reflect who you are. Lord, we want to reflect Christ's faithfulness to his bride. Lord, and we ask that you would be with us in our marriages this morning. Lord, marriage is being attacked from within and from without. Lord, we have not honored marriage as we ought. Lord, I pray that you would have mercy upon us. You would have mercy on our nation, in our society, in every society that would raise its hand toward you and shake its fist at the heavens with disregard for what you have designed us to be. Lord, I'm sure there will be some that scoff at this. Lord, they will even point out to the fact they will point to the fact that in Scripture there were many people that had multiple wives. And they will say, see, look, even those that wrote the book, Lord, did not honor marriage. Lord, and we must confess that in so many ways they're right. Many of the heroes of our faith failed to regard marriage as they ought. You created one man and one woman. But Lord, quickly, after sin's invasion into the world, we see men taking more wives than they were supposed to. Lord, we see violence ruling the earth and unfaithfulness marking your creation. But Lord, we recognize that in Christ there is hope 
of restoration, forgiveness, Lord, and even a sustaining grace that works and moves within us to keep our word to you and to those that you have brought into our life as spouses. I pray for each marriage that's represented by those reading and listening today. I pray that you would have mercy. Lord, if there are those that have been unfaithful or they have been faithful and someone has broken their word to them, Lord, I pray that in your mercy you would restore those marriages. You would bring the guilty party in those situations, Lord, to repentance. Lord, and I I pray that in and through just reflecting upon this prohibition against adultery, we would remember your faithfulness to us. You are the God who keeps covenant, who keeps his word. And Lord, help us to look to you. We ask all these things in the matchless name of Jesus. And Lord, we pursue them empowered by the Holy Spirit. Lord, have mercy today. Grant us to be faithful, to honor marriage as you have revealed it. We ask this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Now our blessing this morning. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father in Christ Jesus our Lord. Thank you for joining me this morning as we consider this commandment. And I would encourage you to share this message to others. Share it on your social media platforms. And then invite others to subscribe, which is free, to this weekday devotional newsletter that they too might journey with us as we grow in the grace and the mercy in the knowledge of God in Jesus Christ. Thank you for being here on a verse, a comment, a prayer, a blessing. I look forward to you joining me for the rest of this study. Have a blessed day. Go in peace.